The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Gentlemen, you're listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the uh, Versecast community podcast for Star Citizen. I might have to work on that intro, but <laughs> maybe a I'm little bit. John, yeah. I'm John Abraham. I am uh, Jimmy Croker, and I am Gleep. And we are Those Guys with Ships. This is episode twenty-seven point five of our podcast, and today is April twenty-ninth, twenty-nine forty-five Standard Earth Time. Um, Hey, Ron Jenkins, thank you so much for letting us use your songs. I'm thinking I'm probably still going to use Synergetics uh, as the intro this time around, but look for something new next week. This is a work in progress. It is, it, and the new song will be also off of the album Alphanumeric. Please do go check it out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Guys, we've got somebody else with us in the hangar tonight. Yay! Hi! Yay. That's Ace Azamine, our squadron commander. Ace, welcome to the uh, show. Don't mind me. I'm just going to ride shotgun in someone's turret for this podcast. <laughs> now, did you EVA in there? Well, according to the 1.2 patch notes, I'm not going to be able to. But oh. yes, for today. Oh, really? Yeah, they removed that. Uh, oh, I, I, I'm still, I still, I'm laughing at trying to EVA, EVA into your Hornet and totally overshooting it. It was such a gravity moment the other night. I, I still remember doing so with Vendus in Vandal Swarm. <laughs> nice. Yes, yes, that was. Um, we did that one time too, and it was a lot of fun. Um, we went to, went to all, all that effort, and then I think um, just ended up dying. But <laughs> so it, it was, goes. Yeah, so it goes. But uh, you know, Ace, uh, it's good to have Ace. As I mentioned, is our squadron commander. He has been uh, leading our uh, training sessions on Thursday nights, and so. Uh, we wanted to feature him on the show so that we could um, talk a little bit more about those sessions and uh, the things that he has planned for them and, you know, get to get more people involved because we, we do believe that this is uh, going to be an important part of our group uh, because being a skill-based game, uh, having skills is going to be important. And Ace is a man that has uh, skills to share and he's willing to share them with us. So uh, welcome, sir. It's good to have you um, on the show. I'm glad to be here, and uh, with the size of those hull ships, we're going to need as many combat pilots as necessary to defend them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> I Absolutely. can't imagine two pilots would be enough to defend a hull E. No, I can't. I, especially, I, that that's like just, it's just candy to a pirate. I mean, oh, my God, yes. A fully laden hull E or a hull D or even a hull C, that's just like, please rob me of all of my cargo. Yeah, you're going to need that under heavy escort, I would imagine. Yeah, I would. Uh, uh, definitely a squadron. Which, by the way, I know nothing about um, the the uh, about f the technical aspects or the military aspects of flying. How many ships make up a squadron? Five, generally. 
Okay. Um, so missing man say- squadron is four, which is a, a five man wing and then one off the wing. Um, and it depends upon the formation you're flying. And some countries fly different numbers, um, but the general accepted number is five. Okay, so do you think we would need one or two squadrons to guard a fully laden Hall E? That depends uh, where we going uh, and what's it carrying. <laughs> yeah, good point. If it's I mean... carrying a bunch of grain and we're flying through UEE space, probably a single squadron. We're flying through yeah. what in EVE, I think as they call it, null sec, you'd want everyone. <laughs> <laughs> two or three squadrons, maybe with a couple of vanguards. Maybe all of Raxiel's ships. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, Raxiel is uh, is a one. I guess is do we have more than one? I think we have we at have least one. One, one completionist and uh, Raxiel uh, is. Uh, we have another. We have, yeah, another, we have another affiliate one. completionist. Ah. Ah. And I think Jano, um, my friend from the Coalition of Lost Smugglers. Uh, I don't think he's a completionist, but I think he's close to it. Yeah, at some point you just become like a grandfather. Cause uh, completionist by osmosis. There yeah. you go. <laughs> when you have when you when you've reached more ships than you can possibly ever fly, you're a completionist. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Ace, welcome. Um, uh, we're going to uh, uh, focus, as we mentioned on our previous show, which uh, came out on. Wednesday or no Tuesday um, we are going to uh, focus on community in this segment of the show and so um, as we're going through the uh, materials that we have prepared if you have anything to add be sure to jump in and um, if not we will uh, be sure to drag you in kicking and screaming at uh, various points yes please (laughs) all right excellent so um, last show, we did mention uh, that I had put a post in the forums uh, titled History, Charter, Manifesto, and Org Policy about money, or maybe it was called Money Policy, I, I can't remember, but, uh, um, and I asked that folks please read it, and that was um, uh, because we have to this point not really discussed a lot of uh, these, uh, these issues. Um, on the RSI website, there is a place to uh, put some... Uh, some context, some uh, some flavor text for our organization, and so I've done that um, there, and then also posted in the forums along with um, uh, kind of where we stand as an organization about money, because um, it's um, you know ships cost money, and um, uh, you know so it, it it is a topic, and so we just wanted to kind of put it out there where it is that we um, are coming from on that, and um, uh, so people know. And well, and it's it's come up on a couple of other podcasts too, the Patreon uh, campaigns, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, okay, it seemed like it was yeah. time to talk about it. And in the money policy area, you just put mo money, mo problems. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just take that however you want to. There is a lot of truth to that. So. Um, so real quickly, just wanted to go through um, in the history, um, John um, and uh, Caleb, uh, Caleb Worth, who was on uh, some of the earlier episodes of the podcast, and I last summer, uh, we started the organization, um, and our idea was to attract some new friends to play play the game with. Um, so we uh, we did the, the show as um, um, a vehicle for uh, bringing folks to the group, and we hope to attract folks kind of like us, people that... Um, wanted to come play with us, and uh, we're, we're very pleased with the way that that's worked uh, to this point. Um, uh, 
the charter of uh, the organization, um, basically, and I had to look up uh, the difference between charter and manifesto. And basically, <laughs> I had to do the same thing. Yeah, charter basically has to do with um, kind of uh, the sort of the responsibilities uh, for um, running things. And basically, John and I are responsible for administering the org. Um, we've been doing this since since before day one, and uh, so that's uh, if we're the ones that uh, kind of make the decisions on on how things um, uh, get done um, or not. <laughs> and uh, but of course, obviously, with 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 feedback from the community, because it is um, the intention is to um, to build a community of friends to play with. And was that the way it was when you guys were doing um, Minecraft? Um, no, well, we didn't have really, we just had a, a gaming community at that point. We had a, a website and, um, you know, we had forums there, but it was, it was much less formal there just because there, well, we didn't have a show. Um, uh, I don't, John, did you ever do a podcast around Minecraft? No. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a long story. We, we originally, uh, started at a site called Gaming After Dark. Um, where I ran the Minecraft server for that site, and then I broke out to a separate site. Um, and then later, that formed into Heroes Tavern, which I'm sure some people will remember. Um, uh, and then we, uh, I, I got with Gleep and Caleb, and uh, we wanted to do a Star Citizen uh, podcast so that we could start a community. And uh, so we, we started doing the verse cast. And eventually we we figured, you know, I didn't have time to keep up Heroes Tavern and the Minecraft stuff. Um, and the Versecast was gaining popular, popularity, so we converted Heroes Tavern to Versecast. And it seems like everybody was happy about that. So that's where we are. And the magic was born. Yep. <laughs> yes, such as it is. All right. So then, and then the third section is the manifesto in which we kind of describe who it is that we, you know, our mission. You know, our, our, the aims that we have, our goals. And so I'm just going to, if this sounds like I'm reading this, it's because I'm reading this. Um, Those Guys with Ships is a casual social organization. Our aim is to create a place where anyone who is interested can join others who share their desire uh, to play Star Citizen. It doesn't matter what ships you have or how many ships or, um, or, or which ships you have or how good you are at flying them. All that matters that is that you want uh, to be one of us and you have a desire to play the game. You don't, you don't have to have a whole lot of time to play the game. Um, you come out with what you have um, whenever you can. So everyone is welcome to come play in whatever ship they have, whenever they can, for as little or as long as they want. Um, our only requirement is that people be respectful of the group and that they behave appropriately around other folks. Um, and we also, uh, we expect members that won't use the group for disingenuous purposes. And um, kind of what we mean by that is that we don't want people to join the group um, with the idea of, uh, you know, finding people to, you know, gaining other, uh, other people's confidence um, and then, you know, you know, violating that trust. I mean, because the, the group actually exists more outside of the game than it does inside the game. I mean, it's a group that gets together to go into the game to play together. So we're not intended to be an in-fiction uh, enterprise that uh, folks are going to try to take over. Or, I mean, there's going to be that aspect to it, but uh, for the group, uh, just for from role-playing or what have you, but we don't want folks, you know, uh, griefing each other. You know, it's, you know, I mean, if, if, if you're a, a guy, if you're one of those guys with ships, then, you know, you... 
you um, you be honest and and forthright with um, other those guys with ships. So does that, a, does that make sense to you guys? It's just the golden rule, you know, treat others the way that you want to be treated. Right, right. And if you want to, you know, if you want to, um, you know, in, in the context of role playing, if you want to, um, uh, you know, infiltrate uh, an organization, go infiltrate, you know, an organization that's uh, set up with that in mind, like that they want to be um, find protecting the CIA. Those. Yeah, yeah. Find the CIA of the Star Citizen and join them, but don't do it under <laughs> under first cast banner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Um, and, uh, and money. So, um, we do this show, uh, because we love doing it. And we, as we said, we want to build a community. Um, we're not doing the show to earn money. And over the past several months, we have been the beneficiaries of, uh, of acts and offers of incredible generosity, you know, um, absolutely. absolutely. Cough, cough, Orion, cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> Space Santa. You know? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yep, Space Santa. And uh, we are immensely grateful, and and we, uh, you know, we, we we continue to say thank you very much for that. But that said, um, we aren't a show, and uh, by extension, an organization that does prize contests. Um, we we you know we understand that contests are a legitimate way to grow the size of community, but we're less concerned about the size of our community than we are about the quality of it. Um, and, you know, to this point, we are really pleased with how our group has developed. Um, we believe that we have, with this show, done a really good job of attracting folks that are genuine, genu genuinely interested in coming out to play with us and uh, who are motivated by um, wanting to contribute to uh, their gaming community. And so uh, we believe that if... Um, um, that building membership by appealing to folks' desire to win prizes is likely going to result in something different. Um, so, you know, we, we don't want to go down that road. We want to keep doing uh, things the way that we've been doing them because uh, it's working. And, um, uh, you know, we found uh, really cool guys like uh, Jimmy and Ace, you know, with this, uh, with this uh, uh, plan. So um, why, why would you mess with that? Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Um, so I listened to a podcast long ago, and hopefully someone out there who listened to this maybe in the future will recognize the name, um, Friends in Your Head, otherwise known as Down in Front. Um, mm. And they did a, their movie podcast, um, but they had a really chill option for, you know, giving to the, the community. Um, they had a PayPal donate button, and it was just there, and their um, slogan was, we're not asking, we're just saying. Mm. And the idea was simply that it's there, if you want to use it, you can. Um, I'm not saying this is something we would ever consider, but I'm thinking that if we want to ever consider doing this in the future, we should consider very low-impact options. Something that is available, that does not coerce anybody, that is purely uh, voluntary on the, pers the part of the person who is interested in providing something. But nothing beyond that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I hear you, and we have um, in the, um, well, you know, uh, it has been suggested recently also that we start a Patreon uh, right. to pay for to pay for out of pocket expenses, and you know, just truth be told, there aren't any uh, out of pocket yeah, expenses. Yeah, yeah, and Patreon does a really good job of that, where it's very casual and you donate if you want. But I mean, I, I think that me that that myself, Gleep, and John all agree we all have good jobs. This doesn't cost us anything. Right. We're not doing it. We're, we don't need a donation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, to get the show going for us, it's just about having a good time and bringing in the right people to the organization. And I, we do it because we love doing it. 
Oh, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, and the whole bit about a Patreon, I agree with immensely. Um, as someone who listens to some podcasts that do have Patreons, I always find it a little cringeworthy when they're like, hey, yeah, and subscribe to the Patreon and get this exclusive podcast or this t-shirt. Or, and it's like, if you have a Patreon, then you do sort of have to feel like you have to provide something to your constituents. And that's not the sort of uh, community that I think we're trying to build here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, to be fair, too, it's like how other people want to do um, their show is really is up to them. And the reasons that other people are doing shows may not be the same as how, what we're doing ours. You know, right. I'm, I'm not I'm not aware of another Star Citizen, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, podcast that is focused on building community. You know, sort of the, the main focus is building community in the same way that we are. I mean, other other shows. um uh, they have communities associated with them, but it doesn't seem like that's their main um, um, focus. Um, and then there are other shows that uh, don't have a community at all. That, just um, news shows. Yeah. yeah, they're either news shows or they're just you know guys getting together and talking about the game. And you know, you know, maybe they want to raise money to do something different than what it is that we're doing. And you know, more power to them if if they if they have. Uh, folks that are willing to back them to provide what it is that they're um, uh, saying that they're going to offer, that's great. But it's just, we just want to put it out there that that's not what we're doing. Fair yeah, I think at the At the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with that. That's totally cool if that's your thing. And I know that some people have the Patreon campaigns to be able to travel to events, to be able to interview people. But at the end of the day, that's just not our bag, you know? Um, and we're, we're happy... Just, just providing the content for the community. I mean, and Gleep's absolutely right. Our focus is very much on community to the point where we now have a show dedicated just Solely to the to community. That. <laughs> so, right. you know. Right, right. I think if we got to a point where something was costing us, um, maybe we might consider doing something. Right. Um, we're not there yet, though. No, we're not. And, uh, you know, Engine is providing for us um, in pretty much every way. Um, so I, th I feel like it would just, it, it would kind of feel like we're just taking advantage of the fact that there's someone that wants to give us money when we don't even need it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Cause I mean, like you said, we all have jobs. Um, so we don't need the money and I, I, I think you guys should just keep it, you know, down the line. Um, uh, like Gleep has in here. Um, if you want to to do something for the community you could donate a ship to the org hangar um but beyond that you know just just keep en your money i yeah <laughs> enjoy enjoy the free content yeah, yeah. yes because well, come play with really, us yeah yeah come, come play, play with us. us like yeah definitely the fact that you listen to the show and come out and play with us and interact with us is like pay enough for pay, me. yeah, yeah there's your enough, contribution totally. come play yeah. with yeah. us absolutely yep. Like be, I feel like I should be paying you. <laughs> well, hey, 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 well, hey whoa easy. there! Easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Careful, so, as squadron commander, I might start asking for a stipend. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you some. Uh, what are those? Uh, are ready to eat meals? Uh, MRE. Or, I was MRE. Go for more, if we're gonna go uh, modern military, you know, ask for a four hundred one k in veterans benefits. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but, you know, like, like John was saying, we do understand and we, we genuinely do appreciate, um, folks that are, are in our community wanting to help us grow the community. And so, 
Um, uh, this is what we've uh, uh, suggested. Uh, John has uh, alluded to it just a second ago. Um, if you want to contribute a ship to our effort, um, you can go ahead and you can buy a ship. You can let us know that you've bought it. Um, and you can keep it in your hangar until we have access to an org hangar. Then you can put it in there for everyone else in the in the group to enjoy. Um, we'll talk about it on the show, and um, it'll be you know great publicity you know for us to attract more people who want to play because you know we're a group that you know not only do we um, uh, have you know you know folks like Ace who are real generous with their time and their knowledge, we also have folks that you know are able to uh, provide. Uh, an extra ship for folks to perhaps uh, participate in the game in a way that they are not able to with the ship they're afford to buy for themselves. And, and, and at the, I was saying, at the end of the day, it's still it's still your ship. It's just yes. you're kind enough to uh, allow the organization to use it. And I yes. really like that idea that some guy could join the hang join the game with an Aurora and just have an Aurora and not be able to afford anything else and get the chance to by joining the org get a chance to fly a Vanguard or yeah. sit in the seat of an Orion and get a chance to have a little bit of that experience, even though they don't have the, the monetary needs to, to be able to buy something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Very, yeah, totally. Yeah. Took, it was, I think that was Gleep's idea, which is a brilliant idea. A really smart way to do it. Thank you. Um, and so along those lines, we've had our first um, uh, contribution. Uh, no. I want to, a big Shout out to Mr. Turd Ferguson, who has uh, uh, committed to uh, contributing a hull A. You know, oh, so, yeah. So um, we've got a we've got a, a cargo hauler. We've got a, is it what it's the um, it's the minivan equivalent or um, the bread van <laughs> yeah, equivalent? It's a little bread van. Yeah, yeah. It's a bread van, uh, but it's got it's a cool it's a cool ship. <laughs> it's really cool too. I mean, um, it's just it's really nice of uh, and I, I love I just I have to say it. It's really nice of Turd to do that. To, it's really nice for really nice of turd to drop a hall a. <laughs> wow! I knew we were wow. going to go through this segment without that. I knew it. Well, uh. there goes the family friend you're running for this episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Somebody got um, an explicit tag. <laughs> so you know, and we just want to try to be clear. I mean, obviously, this is a um, a project in progress, but we the idea is is that uh, the ship remains. It's turds. <laughs> it's turds ship. Um, um, so, and because if you think about it, if we get a bunch of people that, you know, at, want to contribute a ship and then, you know, this, you know, we're video gamers, you know, we know how video gaming communities, you know, over as a function of time change. The, the ebb and flow. The yep. ebb and flow. Rise so, and fall. So if somebody is in our, our group and uh, is generous enough to allow uh, other folks to share in their ships if they commit them to the org hangar so that um, uh, folks are able to use them and they find another group uh, that they want to have be their their main organization uh, they take their ships and they go go do that there's no there's no hard feelings there's no you know we're not asking people to buy a ships to put in in the hangar if you are able to contribute a ship um, that uh, you want to play and you want to share with other people to play then you can Get that ship. You can put it in there, um, you know. And I'm sure at some point we'll have to uh, uh, get some uh, some basic rules, like you know, it's your ship. Uh, you paid for the ship. It's like pizza, you know. The guy that paid for the pizza gets the last slice, or you know, something along those lines. But it, it it's always going to be your ship. You're just being generous and offering it up to other folks in the group to play when you're not using it. Well, and I could even see that being a, a sense of, of history. Like, if I decide to leave the game for whatever reason, I could very well just decide 
donate my ships to the organization, and that would stand as a testament to my time. Be like, oh yeah, there's the Retaliator, that used to belong to Ace. Yeah. It's now the orc ship. Well, you know, and, and also, the, the you know, you know, like I, I forget which show I was listening to, but somebody was talking about their uh, tenure as a WoW player and how they, you know, for the first three years they were really hardcore and played all the time and then they took a year off and then, mm-hmm. you know, an expansion dropped and they came back. So, you know, you would imagine that that's probably going to happen with Star Citizen too. I mean, not, not to any of us, of course, but um, that for some folks they're going to, you know, they're going to, uh, play the game almost exclusively for a while, then they might take a break and go do other stuff. But you know, you could you could leave your your ships with folks that will take care of them, and then when you come back, they're always going to be there for you. Yeah, so. I like that idea. It's a curated thing. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm willing to. Um, well, I've got some choices to make. If if you heard the the, the first ep- the first episode this week, I've got some decisions to make here. A- a- every one of Gleep's ships is cowering in fear and <laughs> terror at the at the torch. They're yeah, like, you wield don't that burn you me, wield that, that blowtorch like a hammer. <laughs> so I am going to. I'm I'm committing to committing a ship. Um, I just don't know which one yet. Um, so. Um, at the uh, at the at the at the very least, I will um, I will uh, when I'm not using my um, my uh, Avenger that Space Santa brought me, um, it will be available for other folks to use. But um, uh, I may have something bigger that I'll I'll be able to put in there for folks to share too. So. I was about to say history suggests that it should probably be in an Avenger of some kind. <laughs> yeah. I am never melting that Avenger. I know Space Santa. You, you don't melt a Space Santa ship. That's just, very true. You don't do that. I'm going to commit my Herald Snow Globe. <laughs> to good health and evading skills. Um, I will. I will. When we when we have a org hanger, I will be dropping a bar in there, so uh, drinks will be on me. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So anyway, that's you know that's our plan for now. Um, thank you, Turd, for being um, uh, donator number one. Um, for being an a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat myself. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, we try so hard. God, we try so hard. Um, and uh, obviously, we'll need to put together a way to track and share with everyone uh, um, the ships and um, you know all of that. So, but you know. This is just a plan going forward, so um, let us know what you think. Um, uh, post in the forums about it, and um, that is, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. Well, wow. guys, you, <laughs> since last time we recorded, um, well, actually, that's not true because we recorded earlier. This is going to be confusing for a while. Yeah, it's gonna take a little while for us. You just gotta maintain, just maintain the fiction that the night that these episodes drop, we recorded them the day of. Yes, maintaining the (laughs) fiction. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. Um, but since um since last week, how's that? Um, we now have 124 members. So yeah, that's one, two, five, seven, nine, nine new members since last week. Um, ten, ten new members. Accounts good. The number uh, is going up as he speaks. That's right. So, um, joining us in our uh, Those Guys Who Ships organization, we have Paid to Kill, who loves the show and is out to prove that a Mustang Beta can outfly a Hornet any day. Yay. Good pilot's a good pilot. Good pilot's a good yeah. pilot. 
I'll take it. Zap. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> Excellent. Zap Brannigan thinks a broken tricycle is indicative of good leadership and organizational skills, sort of. <laughs> nice. He is the proud owner of a UEE towel and some ships. He is looking. <laughs> he is looking for a Bengal carrier and an incompetent crew to command on suicide missions. That sounds like Zap Brannigan, all right. He is one of us. <laughs> Uh, Syntax joined us. He was out uh, playing with us last night. Um, so, uh, you know, yay, Syntax. Welcome aboard. Uh, he wants to come fly with us. Well, he's already done that. All right. Fantastic. Welcome. Uh, Felinor, he found the show. He or she found the show and on the Stitcher, and uh, he loves it very much. Uh, Akai Wolf recently found the show and used his finger pointers, which I think was a Johnism, uh, to get on board. He has been a backer for about a year and loves the ship designs. He currently has an amazing list of ships, too many to mention here, and by now likely has a Hull C. He is looking forward to flying with us. Morning, Yes. Morning Tide has been following Star Citizen since the beginning and pledged last summer. He currently has a freelancer and is in the market for a small fighter. He plans to get active in Arena Commander once his HOTAS and Track IR arrive. Jimmy Jimmy has some ideas about wow. that track IR. Yeah, yeah uh, not so much. That uh, guy, that guy, he sounds like he's going to get serious. A Hotas and track IR and a small business. fighter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he found our show a couple weeks ago and likes to listen on his commute. We have a lot of commuters that listen to the show. That's very cool. Um, Miss uh, Miss Toll. Okay. Uh, is a friend of Cashew Matrix and a fellow smartass. Uh, welcome. <laughs> that's that's good. You can never have too many of those. Freedom, spelled with a P-H instead of an F because he said somebody else took the F, the F version of that. <laughs> Clever. Um, yes. Has been a backer since last year. He has an Aquila, a Max, a Vanguard, and a melted credit card. <laughs> wow. Yes, he is looking forward to joining in at the Flat Academy, and also he wants to uh, play some Arma 3 with us guys, so that's pretty cool. I think he joined through somebody's stream that was playing Arma 3. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I think maybe he happened to be at Star Citizen as well. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. Uh, Space Outlaw joined and um, said, uh, Ahoy, a longtime listener of the podcast, jibs aside... Um, I think you guys are all right. He's not sure what role he wants to play in the PU, but the new Hull series makes him think pirating should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the Hulls are now the eye candy of every pirate in the galaxy. I know, I know. Gosh, makes makes us traveling makes traveling about with my Aurora that much easier. <laughs> yes, um, he currently has an eclectic lineup of ships in his hangar, uh, rounded out by the Aegis Vanguard. So. Um, Welcome, sir. It's good to have another Vanguard on board. And then uh, today, Id Sands. He is a freelancer addict. He enjoys the show and is looking forward to playing with us. So welcome one, welcome all. 124 members strong. It is a good thing. It's impressive. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right. And then we got some new uh, members over at the uh, versecast.org web page. Um, we have Benu. Zap Brannigan joined us over there. Um, someone help me with the pronunciation here on this one. Zatane. Thank oh, you. I, like I wanted to watch Zatane. him struggle. <laughs> you got a real dark side to you. You know that? <laughs> eh, you know, maybe. 
<laughs> and then Mr. Freedom with a PH joined us over there as well. So uh, the, the community continues to grow. That is what makes us happy. So thank you, one. Thank you, everybody. We really they can take our that. land, but they'll never take our freedom. <laughs> uh, our freedom. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so, Jimmy, uh, stuff's been popping in the forums. What, uh, what say you, sir? So, all right, with with the new um, with the new show based around community, um, we had all talked about wanting to cull some news and some some chatter and some fun stuff from around the internet. I like to call this news uh, from around the innerverse. Uh, wow! Uh, uh, clever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'm, what I've done is I've picked out a couple of different things for us to chat about. Um, one of them was. Uh, First first problems on Twitter. Everybody knows first first, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta love me some first yep. first problems. Um, the first time I met first verse on Twitter, uh, we were talking about uh, changing song titles to fit uh, Star Citizen, and that to me is like that's like you know peanut butter and chocolate. I mean, it just goes together perfectly as a musician and a fan of Star Citizen, and I've been following him ever since. So this past week, he started a th- basically a th- I. I is it a thread on Twitter? What do you call it on Twitter? Um, a trend, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Maybe I think it's a conversation. Trend? I think it is conversation, because if you expand to it, I believe it does say conversation. Okay. Expanditate. So he started mm-hmm. He started a expand to I like it. Perfect. So he started the conversation. Uh, basically, your wingman is so stupid, fat, <laughs> etc., and it, it just absolutely took off. And if you are not following First Verse, you should. And if you are following him, go and look in his timeline to find these because they're hilarious. Um, some of my favorites. Uh, Kinetic Impulsor. We all know him. Tony from Guard Frequency. Uh-huh. His was, your wingman is so fat, his spacesuit is measured in freight units. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I, we we now have a, a a cargo interaction document to handle this wardrobe. <laughs> ben Lesnick replied, and his reply was, "We use standard cargo units now. They're more slimming. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a few pounds off." <laughs> exactly. Um, Fort Frontier. His was your wingman is so dumb he keeps a saddle in his hangar for his Mustang. Boom! <laughs> bum 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 bum. Uh, I like that one. I haven't from, had a Mustang for I mean, a long time, but I still think that personal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bad. That's wrong. <laughs> from uh, from our friends over at Guard Frequency, your wingman's so dumb he thinks a Bengal carrier is a shipping crate for tigers. Aww. <laughs> that's adorable. Kitty. Kitty. Oh, man. And not to toot my own horn, but I was very proud of this one from Jimmy Croker. Your wingman. Hey, that's you. That's me. It's me. Your wingman's so stupid. He won't fly a hornet because he's allergic to bee stings. <laughs> no love for the hornet, I see. <laughs> there are um, there are a host of other ones. Um, I, in general, I recommend if you're on Twitter following First First Problems. He's a lot of fun. Um, he's really involved in the in the the greater Star Citizen community, and um, he's always got something uh, interesting and, and funny uh, to chat about. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, he's uh, yeah. There's always something interesting that's coming oh, yeah. uh, from from him. Uh, he tweets uh, really cool stuff, and he retweets us a lot. So you gotta mm-hmm. like that. You gotta like that. 
So from over at the official RSI forums, uh, general chat, um, I would love to talk more about stuff that comes out of uh, subscribers, but I know not everybody has access. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the uh, one of the threads in the official forums that I just found infinitely amusing this week before the launch of the Hull series, uh, Stepin Razor has a post in there. It's called uh, Hull will look like this. <laughs> now you have to go over and check out this thread. I know you guys are in it right now, taking a look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of these uh, some of these are just ridiculous. Um, Pierce uh, Rosengul. Uh, posted uh, an image where he's like, I'm pretty sure the uh, in-game small ship will look like this. And what it is, is it's basically a junker pickup truck with just, it's way too many bales or, or, or cargo containers piled on top of it to the point where it's dragging its axle. And it's just hilarious. And I see this, I see this in, in uh, Southern California all the time. And I'm <laughs> always amazed at, at people's ability to overstack stuff into a small vehicle. And oddly enough, it does kind of look like what you might see in a Halle. I prefer <laughs> the one with the donkey, with the donkey sitting yeah, in the yeah. air, overbalanced yep. by the cargo. Yeah, the <laughs> overbalanced donkey one is brilliant. You guys got any uh, any in here that are, are particular favorites? Well, a lot of these, the, the bright, shiny ones, you know, those are those are all very cool. Um, I, <laughs> and of course, Storm Surge with his... Uh, um, uh, uh, Infinite uh, train. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yep. You know, the that giant long haul train with the cars that go off into the distance. Yeah. Um, and then there's, oh, I wonder if this is like a, a casino car. You see, this is the, like I, t- I was talking about in the earlier show. Uh-huh. The, uh, the, can you imagine you would be able to set up a, a cargo container with uh, slot machines? Mm-hmm. You just make a, 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 a brothel slash gambling house in the sky. Oh, that's Two. a that's a long haul uh, Pacino parlor. That's hilarious. That's huge mm-hmm. too. <laughs> Can go uh, anywhere, anytime. Mobile gambling. I'm, I'm gonna outfit my hole with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just went right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, clearly, uh, John Doe is a man and he knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a bar <laughs> in every cargo bay. <laughs> Captain uh, you know, Mitch posted a screenshot from the movie Space Truckers, which I can appreciate. It's a really bad movie. <laughs> is that the one with the, the long haul uh, cargo that's the, the, the triangle containers? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I wondered what that was. It's a really really bad movie <laughs> okay i looked at it and then reminded me of some of the cargo containers from one of the star wars x-wing games i guess that's maybe where they got their influence was it from so bad movie. it's good it's yes it's entertaining to watch <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll go with that but um yeah very very much fun thread um if you're over in the rsi forums definitely go check that one out uh it's uh step and razor and the title of it is hull will look like this very cool very cool from uh oh god sorry nope it's all you i was gonna say from uh from our forums from the versecast.org forums um hardpoint uh, posted a really cool thread um i love these kind of threads because they just open up your mind uh they get you thinking and uh, the title of the thread is who do you want to be mm-hmm. and it, it's just 
it's so open-ended and it's just everybody knows what i want to do so for me it was you know it was a no-brainer i i obviously want to be a smuggler and a hacker and a slicer and do all of those types of things anything that's illegal that's not related to being a pirate is what i want to do um but just to see like the community feedback to see what everyone else is thinking we've got some pirates we've got some bounty hunters we've got some haulers there's such a diverse group of people in the organization. I'm just really excited to see people um, just kind of dream. You know, that's the thing, like, Star Wars Galaxy's got you dreaming, and Star Citizen has got people dreaming. And that's that's a rare thing in, in, in a game. I feel mm-hmm. like they've mastered the art of capturing your imagination between the design documents and the ship designs and the... Um uh in fiction articles that they post the stories that they post i think they have worked very hard to capture your imagination and make you want to be a part of that universe yeah yes. very much so yes. uh like mac virus uh talks about uh he's like i want my character to be a pirate who embraces the freedom of living on the fringes you know and just that statement you know that, that you're able to do that in a game you know mm-hmm. to be able to really really kind of live out a fantasy of of being a space pilot it's just amazing to me and that's that's one of the reasons why i was so attracted to this thread i just love reading what everyone's got to say about it um you know Lightor was talking about uh that uh that he loves the concept of the herald um and uh hopes uh that hacking is complex which i agree with him a hundred percent he loves the idea of tra- of trafficking information uh encryption hacking and electronic warfare um, possibilities of uh, running a side business with fake IDs, which <gasps> when he said that, I was like, yes, that's such a good idea. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Yeah, they, they really have. Yeah, yep. They have yep. really sold the um, uh, the dream, you know? Oh, I, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I think they've, they've mastered that, the, the idea of, of giving something that everybody just sends, sends your imagination spinning. And like... Like Cashew Matrix was classic. He's like, he's like, I want to be a dim-witted but conscientious and cheerful Canadian Mountie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch where you're going there, eh? <laughs> Slow down just a little Slow bit. Slow down a little bit, eh? <laughs> Smell the flowers. But um, but very very fun thread. Um, really gets you thinking. Like I know, like because Gleep, you and I have talked about that. And like I think I'd asked you at one point, point blank, not on the show, just kind of when we were just chit chatting about what you wanted to do and I know that you were you're a little bit all over the map you're still kind of trying to figure out exactly where you want to be a little um, bit jesus yeah. but the fact that the possibilities are endless that you can just you know sit there for hours and, and fantasize about oh I want to do this or oh I want to do this or oh I want to do this yeah. you know yeah. um they've really opened that door it's just it's amazing I'm actually yeah, kind of it. curious Jonto what do you want to do cuz you mm. have an Orion but you also have a Super Hornet and I'm very, and I know that you were lusting after that Orion, so you must really want to be a miner. I want to be an explorer, but I don't want to just start exploring. I have the Orion, and I have the Taurus, in order to make as much money as I could right off the bat, mm-hmm. so that I can buy an Idris. Oh. And outfit it for exploring. Interesting. Because that's what I want to do. I want to be, like, on the Starship Enterprise. Well, okay. I, I feel like you would fit well in that uh, um, Elite Dangerous organization. The, the What was it they called? The, uh, the Next Great Expedition. Oh, yeah. Yes. The guys that are going out to the absolute yep. fringes yeah, the, 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 of that the, the space. The First Great Expedition. Yeah, First Great Expedition. The first Great <laughs> 
Now, Ace, we all know that you're a uh, a top-notch fighter pilot. What else are you looking to do in the game? Explore. Okay. That's that's. Right. See, the thing is, I'm uh, the the story that captured my attention the most um, of all the things they posted has been the story of the Artemis, the Lost Generation series. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I aside from being a combat pilot, which is just I love I love doing that. It's, it's something that I've done since I was a kid. I used to have one of those big clunky F15 replica joysticks that plugged in using the the the, the actual pronged ports. Um <laughs> uh and played uh, you know wore that joystick out playing games like X-Wing versus Tie Fighter and and the original Tie Fighter and uh um uh, Independence War. Um but uh, that's what I love doing. Uh, but definitely, definitely, the thing that I want to do beyond that is is explore. Yeah, and it, well, it's interesting. You know, you uh, want to explore, and John wants to explore, but nobody has a carrot, or nobody has <laughs> exactly. designs on a carrot. I uh, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> and the carrot, the carrot's not a small ship. I mean that's that's a kind of a beast. Yeah, yeah. That's um. I mean, uh, do either of you uh, are you looking to earn money to do that? I mean, or Janto is just going right to the to the you uh, can, right well, to the edges. I, I, my yeah. my feeling is that a ship like um the Retaliator, which is what got me interested, that ship is so gorgeous. I just I just I could not get it. But mm-hmm. I feel like the Retaliator, by its by the very nature of what it does, will work very well as a uh, expo- as an ad hoc exploration ship. It's a long-range ship. It's designed to travel for days without support. Um, it has very powerful engines that sip fuel because you've got to be able to deliver your, your payload and then get back to base. Right. Um, so I thought, if I'm going to do exploring, I want to be able to outfit this ship as an exploration ship and fly in style. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's... If the, if the modularity... You know, we, we bandied that word about, but if it turns out to be all that we're hoping for, I would love to be able to turn that ship into a real exploration vessel. That's very cool. Yeah, very no, cool. it's a very cool way to approach it. I what funny for me, I'm actually very interested in exploring, but I'm interested in exploring the known verse. Like, I'm interested in like, um, remember radar from Mash? Mm-hmm. Remember how you guys might not, but I know Gleep does. Um, Gary Berghoff. Right. Radar was the guy in, in, in the army that could get anything at any time, anywhere. He knew everybody. That's the exploring that I want to do. Um, I want to know every nook and crevice of the known verse. And if someone's like, oh, I need, you know, this exotic thing or this weird thing, I'm like, I got a guy. Yeah. yeah you are yeah. the man to see about some favors. Exactly. I got a guy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. <laughs> You go real old school. The the Great Escape and James Garner's character, yes, the, the Scrounger. Yes, I love uh, that movie. Yeah, uh huh. Very cool. If um everybody out there in uh in the uh, listening universe, if there's a topic on the official RSI forums, uh, on the Versecast forums, um on Twitter, uh, on Reddit that you want us to talk about, email it to us at comms at versecast.org. Um, you know, it's impossible for us to see all the things all the time. And if there's something that you want us to talk about, um, we'll check it out. And if we dig it, we will absolutely discuss it on the show. For sure. Awkward silence. 
Ah, uh, we haven't <laughs> had an awkward silence in forever. <laughs> we, we, we haven't done that for a few weeks. <laughs> nice. Oh, feels good to be home. Uh, it's a good way to ring in the new show. It is. It is. So um, let's talk about, you know, community show. Let's talk about some of the community events events we have had. I know, uh, John, you uh, said that the, a bunch of the guys got together to play some uh, Planet Side 2. Um, uh, how did that go? Um, it's an interesting story. Um, so we had a, a time set for when we were going to jump in Planet Side. Um, but I was a little late. <laughs> so um, everybody switched to uh, Arma 3. Um, okay. And it was the Alita brothers, uh, Vendas, and then I think um, uh, Mr. Haha joined in later. Um, not playing, just uh, watching uh, Fable's stream. Um, but we played on the those guys with ships. Sure, shit, yeah. <laughs> server, <laughs> server that uh, Vendas has up uh, for Arma, and um, uh, I think the mission he has going. Um, uh, we're all pretty new at Arma, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, no, Vendas I think has played a ton. Um, but we were not together. We were like, uh, we were like just running around, uh, getting in choppers, crashing them. At one point, I was going into the ground, and I accidentally just accelerated even more into the ground. Oh wait, 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 wait! Grand Theft Arma. <laughs> <laughs> nice, clever. I had to get that out. Um, but yeah, we need a lot of practice, and I personally need way just all of the practice um but i enjoy that game i actually got a kill um on foot uh it was the tanks that was really killing us um but after we played a little bit of that we did switch over to planet side for like 20 minutes mm -hmm. and then <laughs> the whole stuff dropped and after that we all just jumped out of arma and <laughs> started reading <laughs> um, but we, we stuck in there for a couple hours or so, uh, and just, just talked about all the stuff and, um, it was, it was fun. So that was a uh, Friday night. For... Cool. And when, when you have these, uh, these events, you, you do tweet them out. They're on our, our calendar at uh, versecast.org, right? The events calendar. Yeah. Yeah. That one was on the calendar. So if we have just. If we have something that we want to do um, during the week, I put it on the calendar. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a weekly recurring events uh, just automatically for the Sunday meetup mm -hmm. and uh, Thursday uh, flight academy um, because that happens every week. Uh, so the cool thing about the events calendar on the site is it tells you if you have your uh, time zone set correctly in your account settings on mm -hmm. engine. Um, it tells you exactly what time the event is at in your time zone. Um, and on top of that, it has a countdown timer. Um, oh, cool. So it's it's really easy. Just go to uh, firstcast.org slash events or just click on it on the top bar there. So. Okay, cool. Um, Ace, do you want to talk a little bit about um, class last Thursday? So class last Thursday was all missile-based combat. Um, 
I know that the missiles are a perennially uh, in-flux thing. Sometimes they're OP, and sometimes they can't do anything. Um, but I wanted to have a chance to sit down and, at the very least, where, where things are, discuss how to evade, how to fire missiles, um, and what are the, the best ways to do that, um, and what you should use for a missile loadout. Mm-hmm. And we had quite a few people with us, at least six or seven people. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we had, I believe, we had you and a couple other people who had uh, Gladii, the, mm-hmm. the the gladiators and the gladius <laughs> a, a, a herd of or or a flock yes exactly well considering how how lethal those things are i would more likely uh, equate them to a murder of gladius <laughs> ooh okay all right <laughs> because oh man um i have encountered a couple of those things in uh battle royale and if somebody decides to unload all of their weapons on you there is no evading that yeah. Just, oh, okay. The the missile targeting screen fills up from left to right with indicators. <laughs> wow, it's, it's pretty funny. I, I had that happen to me once. It's just like, uh, okay, I give. Uncle, yeah, exactly, uncle, exactly. Now um, for, oh, good. I'm sorry. Well, so that was that was, and that was basically what we we focused on. I, I've tried, I try to pick out a thing to focus on for each class uh, as a theme uh, or a point of of teaching. I think for this Wednesday, or this Thursday, I guess, if, uh, considering the, the, the time which this episode will drop tomorrow, um, the episode, or the, the, the uh, lesson we'll do, would probably going to be um, squad tactics. Um, mm-hmm. Early on, we did some stuff, before we had free flight, we used to do, uh, we used to sort of ad hoc uh, uh, take over the, the combat modules that were, were available, like the... Um, Battle Royale, or the Squadron Combat, or um, uh, what's it? Capture the Core. And I think I want to do some of that again, because I think they made for fantastic training environments. Um, Capture yeah. the Core especially, because it gives you an option to not only do combat dogfighting, but have an objective to either protect or go after. Right, right. Yeah, no, we've um, we've done that uh, in the past, and I, I found it very, um, very informative. And fun too, which yeah. is you know is is kind of uh, you know that you can make it fun while we're learning is um, is is a beautiful thing. I try. That's the and that's the challenge. Is you know I I have a copy of Microsoft Combat Flight Simulator that's in my desk here, mm-hmm. and it's full of information. But oh my god, is it dry? <laughs> now, Ace, let me ask you from last week's lesson. Um, you've got chaff, and you've got flare. Mm-hmm. And if I understand correctly, chaff is really designed to confuse a pilot, whereas flare is designed to distract a missile. Is that correct? Mm, yes and no. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, in the real world, and, and CIG has done a fairly credible job of making this work like it does in the real world, um, flares are designed for distracting heat-seeking missiles. They're, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a giant ball of heat that you, you eject from your ship with the intention of, of enticing the missile away from your giant tailpipe uh, and towards the, the flare instead. So you drop your flare and then jink away uh, from where the flare is going with the intention that the missile goes, ooh, I'll go after that instead. Um, chaff is a little less straightforward. Um, chaff is little tiny bits of metal or particles that are ejected from a ship. Um, and they're designed to confuse... Um, electromagnetic or cross section of a ship. Um, oh, anyone okay. here? Anyone here remember um, Star Wars Episode Two? 
or have seen it recently. I know you guys are all prequel. I try not to. Yes. Well, <laughs> the, the, the scene I'm thinking of is the scene where Jango Fett is chasing Obi-Wan through the asteroid field. And Actually, that scene is awesome. Well, so Obi-Wan ejects all the spare parts out of the rear compartment. He's essentially mm-hmm. doing an ad hoc version of what Chaff is. Yeah. Um, you eject all the all the spare opponents. It acts as a shield. It it disrupts the it, the EM signature and the visual picture of the ship. The missile gets confused, hits the the chaff instead, and detonates instead of hitting mm-hmm. your engines. And that's what chaff is. Um, you can hide behind chaff um, uh, directly in the line of sight from a missile. You can deploy chaff and then back up through it and still be looking at where the missile is coming. And if the chaff is still in front of you, it'll disrupt your picture, and the missile will detonate in front of you against the chaff instead. I wouldn't recommend mm. it. As a, I mean, that's that's a real that, that is a real cocksured uh, ploy. But if <laughs> if you want to try it, you can try it. You could do it in, in Arena Commander. That's what killed Houdini, you know. So Being... I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last the last type they have is cross section, um, and cross section missiles are really hard to evade. Um, because chaff will only work some of the time. More often than not, you have to evade them by slinging yourself around a rock and not hitting it. Um, or one of the tactics that, that I've seen people using lately is um, having macros or commands to power down all their systems and then hide next to an asteroid, which then confuses the signature of the ship because it, they, they, their picture disappears against the ship, the, the rock itself. Because, hmm, okay. kind of in general, once it gets line of sight on you, it's hard to it's lose hard to evade it, right? Yeah. you have to scrape it off on a rock or something else, or or just outrun it. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Nice. So, um, Ace, do you you have um, uh, just you know, kind of give folks that are listening that haven't had a chance to come out and join us yet? Um, can you give us like five uh, five things to not do in combat? Um, just kind of a general, kind of give folks a flavor for the the sort of. Uh, topics that you uh discuss uh in Um, uh, in class so the first thing that comes to mind is um the 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 message that has been beaten over my head in pretty much every single flight sim combat flight sim i've ever played which is never flying a straight line for more than a couple seconds in in combat Mm -hmm. ever um and that's because a straight you know we're creatures that can easily predict where linear movement is going and if you can predict where linear movement is going, then you can put your guns in, in the way of that linear movement, and you can hit them reliably. Um, so you want to, you never want to be where your enemy is anticipating, if at all possible. So you're always moving, always jinking, always pulling left or right, or always um, pulling around. Uh, mm-hmm. That said, situational awareness is a big thing. Um, you may be too busy jinking around an asteroid to realize that you're too close and then smack up, up against it. Um, mm. So... You know, the, the balance is, uh, do you focus as much as possible on just evading? Um, or do you try and um, fly with a little bit more caution, um, but you run the risk of being a little bit b- a bigger target? Um, I tend to weave through asteroids, but I don't do a lot of really hard jinking while I'm doing that, mainly because... Uh, with a Hornet, at the very least, they're heavy. Um, if you're flying at full speed, at, at top of the engine at full speed, and you start drifting in a direction, it takes a little while to correct that direction. It's less of a right. problem in a Gladius or an M50, but in a Hornet, it, they're, they're heavy. They actually take yeah. some time to correct. 
I learned that the hard way last night. I was chasing somebody down in our uh, free-for-all, and I actually did it on purpose because they, they were leading me to the asteroid, and I was like, how close can I get before I can pull away? And I got a little too close. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Um, <laughs> uh, shield management and power management are a big thing, um, and mm-hmm. to that extent, I recommend, if, at least at this point, uh, voice attack for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyone who's flown with me in combat knows that I use voice attack religiously. Um, sometimes to the to the point of, of humor. If we're in <laughs> if we're in a round of, of Vandal Swarm and we're on wave eighteen, for at least a couple of seconds, all that people can hear is me yelling counter, 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 oh god, counter <laughs> as as the missiles come flying in my direction. And that's and that's to de- deploy chaff and flare automatically while I can still pilot. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, I have to take my hand off the stick or off the mouse to click, uh, hit those buttons. Yeah, yeah, that's I, or or when there there's a fleet of uh, gla or gladii, gladii, Glad, glad gladii. Yes, yes. When your when your uh, cockpit is lit up with little little uh, burning flames. Yes. Yeah. Dump all your power into the front the front shields. Yes. Excellent. Um, got one more. Um. Try and help your allies. Um, and, and, well, yeah, I say that. You, you find that cute. But, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, um, hopefully, hopefully, you will never find yourself in a scenario where you're by yourself. That's right. the most dangerous position to be in combat. Um, you know, we find ourselves so often stuck in, like, jousting matches. One of the easiest way to break up a jousting match, have, some, have one of your buddies fly in and interrupt it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So, so if you can, always try and look out for your allies. Um, the current Vandal Swarm setup as it stands um, sort of recommends just trying to get as many kills as possible. I would much prefer a system that tried to reward teamwork, because teamwork is how you're going to beat that. Um, right. if, if you're up against a large number of enemies, and basically all four of you are basically having your own miniature dogfight with a number of Vandal, you'll all get taken out, like turned into mincemeat eventually. Um, so you have to have everybody flying together and covering each other. So do everything you can to do that. You know, uh, if you're in danger, tell people. Um, if you have the ability to, to mark an ally, use it so that you can keep track of where they are. Um, so yeah, never try and fly alone if you can. Always fly with a buddy if at all possible. And, uh, and if, you know, help each other out. That, well, I remember when we, we did uh, did that lesson, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, we paired off, and uh, we took turns marking each other and sort of following on each other's six. And uh, basically, the, the job when you were covering your buddy was just to um, to bother the guy that was bothering your buddy, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, well, uh, in, in, and in combat, it's a race to be in last place. You want to mm-hmm. be behind the last guy, because then there's nobody on your tail, so... Right. If your right. guy, if your buddy's engaging someone, then you want to be behind him, and if somebody decides to creep up on his tail, then you want to be behind that guy. Right. Right. Yeah. No. It's um. It's and and it is fun. It's fun too. I mean, learning this kind of stuff because you know it's a new way to play with other people. You know. So um, I, I highly recommend it. I, I always um, I look forward to it. So. Um, and speaking of which, uh, I think you mentioned earlier, you're going to be having class uh, on Thursday, uh, yep. the 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, and folks might be hearing uh, this uh, this podcast uh, in, in that that morning. So, um, uh, 
you know, if you can, come out and join us. Uh, you can go to versecast.org and uh, click on the How to Join Us uh, button, I think it's called. And uh, it will give you all the instructions to jump into our Voicecom server and, um, uh, you know, find us in-game. And then don't forget also Sunday, uh, we have our, our uh, every Sunday meetup. We have one coming up this Sunday on uh, 5-3. Mm-hmm. Um, this past Sunday, uh, I would like to uh, uh, publicly apologize for shooting Ace in the face. <laughs> you cockmitted me a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when I got out of my, uh, my Drake, out of my black, and you just landed your M50, and I, this is like one of the first times that I've actually been oh, um, this. Yes. in free flight. Yeah, it was one of the first times I'd been in free flight um, with a bunch of other people. And so it, it was like you were rounding, you were coming around the nose of your ship, and I just couldn't resist. I drew my weapon, I focused in, and I just kept shooting you in the face because I wanted to see what would happen. Eventually, what happens to what everybody? They die. Yeah, you died. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I will tell you, though, what. One of the coolest parts of, of last night was um, when you came back in your M50 and I was sitting there on the platform with my pistol drawn shooting at your M50 and you were just raining down fire on me. Yeah, I took a couple of pot shots at him. Uh, unfortunately, the guns on the M50 aren't converged for people, so they didn't hit very well. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it, was, um, it was a very um, Schwarzenegger or, or Stallone-esque moment. Ooh. Yes, I needed I needed a crossbow with uh, with uh, uh, dynamite on the end. <laughs> Don't we all? This is for use. A... This is for use. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and that's the other thing too. Is you know, like Thursday nights is is flight academy, and Sunday night is just kind of we all get together and and do whatever is relevant at the time. Um, and I think last night a lot of us uh, hadn't really had an opportunity to get into a turret and see what that felt like, and so. Um, that was really cool, man. I really, really enjoyed that. I love um, the the free form that we have on our Sunday meetups. Speaking yeah. of which, on Sunday, because the PTU, I am my my system is literally a pa- applying the one point one point two PTU patch right now. Um, yeah. Are we going to use it for Sunday? Do we want to? We uh, we can certainly encourage folks to do that. Okay, there's a tutorial as part of one point one point two. Which I am, yeah. once this episode is over and once it finishes patching, I'm very curious to try. Yeah, you yeah, definitely need to... it. I need a tutorial. No, you don't. You're the last person <laughs> that needs a tutorial. <laughs> Forward slash sarcasm. I was, I was like, I can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not. <laughs> Oh dear! Oh dear! Well, uh, so anyway, uh, you know, we got class coming up on Thursday, um, uh, and the, the meetup on uh, the regular uh, freeform meetup on Sunday, and um, you know, uh, Ace, we really do appreciate um, everything that you do um, in coming on uh, the show this uh, this week and uh, and talking about it. We hope uh, that you'll come back again and uh, talk about it some more because I know we've just uh, scratched the surface. Well, if I haven't been shot in the face by Jimmy, <laughs> hopefully I will. <laughs> Excellent. Sorry, hey. Ace. <laughs> he isn't sorry. Really That's okay. Not. You know, this, you know, when uh, a guy needs to see a guy about some favors, I'll just bring this up casually. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I do owe you a favor now, don't I? Or or five. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, John. Guess what? What? Hey, after after your uh, rant last time about iTunes reviews. Oh my god! You got a review. We got, we got two. Whoa. Two, and they were both five star. 
Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Navy, uh gave us a five-star review, and um, it, was a, it was an obscure sort of Star Wars reference, but I think how it translates is, dude, we're home. Oh, my so, God. That trailer. Got a little, got a little weepy. Got a little oh, weepy there. That nice. trailer. Yes. Um, and then we got a really nice review from our buddy Fable Junkyard. Um, he said, I have been listening and interacting with the Versecast crew for a few months now. This is one of the best Star Citizen podcasts out there. Trust me, I know. The podcast has a great group of hosts that keep things light and entertaining while keeping you up to speed on the latest happenings in the Star Citizen, Star Citizen universe. Their focus on the community is a big positive, and their podcast shows this. If you have been looking for a community to be a part of, and to keep you informed on Star Citizen, look no further. This podcast is funny, candid, and level-headed. Check it out. I promise you won't be disappointed. Thank wow. you. That you can't you can't ask for higher praise than that. No. If, if, if anybody wants to donate to Versecast, do a uh, do a review on iTunes. Yeah, there you go. That's that's a donation that that I think we can all get behind. Yeah, and um, and as we mentioned in the. Uh, previous episode this week, uh, Fabled and his brother Hardpoint, uh, the uh, Super Ed Lita brothers, they have a podcast uh, that they do also called Star Citizen Archives, and in it uh, they've uh, started doing um, what they call 10 for the Backers. Um, It's a new episode that they're trying out in which they take 10 questions that were submitted to the 10 for the Chairman thread which didn't get picked up and answered by Chris Roberts. And so there was some really uh, fun stuff in there that they uh, talked about on their episode that came out this week. So definitely uh, go check them out, uh, download the show, uh, give them some love to Star Citizen Archives. It's a, it's a, a good podcast. Yeah, and um, in your History Charter Manifesto post, mm-hmm. um, as well as a separate post from, uh, who was that? Um, I can't remember, was it Spaz, maybe? Or Turd, I think it was. Um, the guys had a bunch of just really nice stuff to say. And um, it's just, it's it's insane, like, how kind everyone is. Yes. And um, yeah. people were, like, comparing us to, like, The Instance, which is, like, the number one WoW podcast, and uh, uh, Tales of Citizens. Um, which just kind of blows my mind, and uh, you know, I just can't thank you guys enough for all of your support. Yes, yes, thank you very, very much. We yeah. really do appreciate it. Um, it's, it's 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 a really cool feeling to to uh, to feel that kind of love. Yep. Yes, indeed. So, well, um, we hope uh, we hope you've liked uh, this inaugural uh, episode of the community portion of our show. And uh, so, please do give us some feedback on what you think. Um, it is a work in progress, so we are we'll, we will make changes going forward um, and uh, uh, try to tune and refine, um, as uh, Jimmy suggested in the original poll, uh, to. Um, uh, Make it turn it into something that that serves us all well. So, like like the game itself, it's it's in development. It is in development. We are are we still in alpha or are we in pre alpha or do we make it into alpha yet? As uh, as the um, uh, sorry, the Tales of Citizens guys would say, the alpha is silent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, anybody got anything else, or are we gonna wrap this puppy up and put a bow on top? I think we're good. I'm good. All right. 
All right, so Support Engine, please. They power our website for free, which is nice. <laughs> for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, so go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. Uh, support Ronald Jenkins. Please do go check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Uh, support Gleep. That's me. <laughs> Tweet me at House Gleep. Um, and then you can also email me at gleep at firstcast.org. Um, there are show notes which we post uh, links to in the XML feed for the iTunes uh, podcast. Uh, it's also listed over on the website firstcast.org. So go check it out for links to all the things that we have uh, discussed that we remembered to post links to. Uh, Jimmy? I am Jimmy Croker, and you can find me uh, under Jimmy Croker at Twitter. Uh, you can find me as uh, Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N, on the versecast.org, and also that's my handle over at uh, RSI. And you can email me at jimmy at versecast.org. Awesome. You can find me everywhere at the only Jonto. That's like Tonto, only with a J. That includes Twitter and Steam and um, Battle.net and uh, RSI and pretty much everywhere else. Pinterest. I, I love pinning things. That's Ooh, not true. Wow. I don't yes. pin anything. I going to ask. You have a Pinterest? <laughs> and, and, and Etsy. He likes to make arts and crafts. Oh, yeah. Um, no, but speaking of uh battle.net um you guys should download hearthstone because it's really fun and it's free and i need people to battle so <laughs> before you know it there'll be a mumble channel specifically for hearthstone uh-huh. <laughs> all right ace where oh, can the okay. people find you uh so um i am not very i i tend to not have a very large footprint I am Delandau87, D-I-L-A-N-D-A-U-87 on Steam. Um, on uh, RSI, I am Ace Azamine. Uh, my in-game handle is, fittingly, X-Wing Jockey. Um, nice. And then um, I have a Gmail account now specifically for the show and for, I think, all things Star Citizen, which is aceazamine87 at gmail.com. So if you want to abuse that, uh, or have some questions about flying or, or anything like that, by all means, send some information that way, and I'll do my best to respond. And you Very typically cool. stream the uh, the uh, Flight Academy on Thursday. I, I stream the Flight Academy on Thursday, and then I tend to stream, basically these days, I tend to stream whatever I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're playing Arma, if I'm playing IL-2, if we're playing whatever, um, I'll stream the games just so that they're, you know, if we want to get exposure, see what we're doing, then I'll, it's up there for people to watch. Yeah, and what is your Twitch? Oh, uh, twitch.tv uh, slash Delandau, D-I-L-A-N-D-A-U-8-7. For those of you who are wondering why that is the, the account that I use, um, it comes from a very old gaming tradition that I have, um, named after a character from a, a rather obscure anime called Escaflone. And the main character of that, one of the main characters of that series uh, flies a red and black ship and that is his standard colors, and that's, it, I adopted those colors as my own. So, if cool. we ever get a chance to paint our ships in game, I'll be flying the black and red one. Nice, very cool, very cool. All right, uh, John, how can they find the show? You can email us at comms at versecast.org. We would really appreciate your feedback um, for uh, 
whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, you can find our new fancy Steam group at steamcommunity.com slash groups slash versecast. Um, so you can find all the guys with ships uh, playing Steam games. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at versecast, where we follow back because we're cool like that. And uh, you can use the hashtag TGWS so that uh, all our guys can uh, find your tweets and favorite and retweet and reply and all that stuff. Please. You can find our organization at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. We would love to have you. There are no expectations or requirements or anything. Um, You can join as an affiliate. Whatever you want to do, we would love to fly with you. <laughs> Very nice rhyme. <laughs> Very uh, good. Come check out our website, versecast.org. Um, we've got forums and a 50-slot mumble server uh, and events. And I'm going to be updating a bunch of stuff on it should be pretty cool you should come review us on itunes just search for verse cast we would really appreciate your review yes indeedy all right well then until next time we are those guys with ships and this has been our community podcast see you guys see you in the verse see ya